welcome back to another episode of Movie Bracket with Keelan. Will. Wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try again. Welcome back to another episode of Movie Bracket with Will, Ben, and Keelan. I'm Ben. Ooh, I'm Will. I'm Keelan. No, we're not, but watch the other <laughs> episodes. Then you'll find out who we are. That was We're precise. going crazy in here. Let's do Comment some Comment down below who you think ups. we actually are if you haven't seen any of the other episodes. Comment down below what you think our Patronuses are. <laughs> um, so we have <laughs> we have four matchups left. Um, also, if you're watching this uh, on KeithLovesMovies.com or on the or on the YouTube channel or on my channel or on the podcast stream, subscribe to the other things I just listed, depending on which one you're on. Okay, number one, Uncut Gems versus Goodfellas. Whoa, Goodfellas. what the hell? I mean, I haven't seen Goodfellas. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sort of insightful I mean, conversation you're going to get with these. We're going to be done this episode in three minutes. Great. Pretty much. Will's just going to make a snap judgment. That's, that's fine. And then defend them, even if he doesn't believe hey, them. Hey, we can have some short um, episodes, we can have some long episodes. Okay, so you're saying Goodfellas, Will? Yes. Uh, I have to say Uncut Gems because I haven't seen Goodfellas, but I'll be happy if Uncut Gems moves on. I, I, like, Ooh, I love that the, movie. The, the pressure is on because I love both these movies, and I, I oh, honestly wow. think they're about the same in terms of quality, but they're both incredible. Really? Will, well, okay, <laughs> hold on. Hold up here. Really? Uncut Gems is a very different movie than Goodfellas, and both are fantastic, but you can't say that every one is like objectively a worse movie. <laughs> what? Every movie is different from every movie. No, I know, but I'm saying that like they're very different styles. Yeah. You know, but they're but they both kind of convey the same message. Like they're both about someone kind of on the downturn, like going through life and having to deal with terrible choices to the point where at the very end, like something catastrophic happens. You know. I don't know. So like they're both similar in that facet, but they're both two very different styles of telling the same story. You can't say one's objectively worse. I I, think... I can say this. I can say this. I think that when we talk about innovative movies yeah movies that create uh and influence styles of the future i think that maybe 30 years down the line you might say that the safties are some of the most influential filmmakers that's just the i think they're going to be very 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 influential i agree hugely influential and i think that they are modern day influential directors i also think think the only reason that we can martin scorsese is a very influential director (laughs) 30 years oh yes he is from yeah, I agree, but I, I think that the reason that we'd automatically jump to Goodfellas is a better movie is just because it's Goodfellas. It has, like, a cult around it. I it's Scorsese. It, it matters, you know? And it's got the acclaim to back it up, and it's gone through the test of time. Just because Uncut Gems just came out this year doesn't mean that it's a worse movie. That's not I my... I have, I have Goodfellas in my top 10, top 15. I, I, I Yeah? Yeah. And I... You both give Uncut Gems 10 out of 10, right? Yeah, I give it nine yeah. out of ten. I think, I okay, just think that's fair. Uncut Gems—they are very different. Uncut Gems is like a roller coaster ride to hell. Yeah. Um, and and Goodfellas is like a kind of smoother, just like going through someone's life, and, and they are, like you said, they are. They cover some of the same themes in in vastly different ways. I think me personally, one of my favorite types of movies and types of stories uh are like long kind of overviews of like seeing how people change and develop over time and seeing where that leads them and how their life like kind of falls apart as other people get to better positions and everything kind of 
you, like you can see the change over time and I think Goodfellas is one of the best examples of that because it's such a great ensemble piece of all these wonderful different characters played by wonderful actors and you can really see their like distinct dynamics with each other and you can see them like developing and all the different like ways they play off of each other and then it's like two hours into the movie you're like my god how are we here if two hours ago we were just like oh i'm just a kid going on the tracks and i throw rocks at police cars you know i don't know i i uncut gems is just like a day in the life like this is a horrible disaster kind of thing whereas goodfellas is like you're watching the the train wreck as it happens and then you, by the end you're left with something that i feel is more uh it's less shocking than uncut gems but it's more satisfying for me because in uncut gems it's like the ending is very like that makes total sense and i love it because it's, it's so shocking but it's so it's so right for the story as well um but i like the ending of goodfellas more because it's so like it's it's kind of the opposite actually it's like he not to spoil it because ben hasn't seen it actually i can't say what the ending is then okay um, <laughs> but i like you it had more. me at satisfied you're right goodfellas moves on wow cool you're right yeah that was that was really well that was really well that really was well super relevant well well Thank done you. well done yeah that might be your best yeah. discussion yet well done. i agree there's more of a monologue but it, it worked um all right that yeah, goodfellas moves on cool 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 that's fine uh, let me just put that through. Good Speaking Lord. of, you guys should watch Zodiac. Watch. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Will is the number one Zodiac fan in the world. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right. It's through. Goodbye, Uncut Gems. We will miss you. We will miss you. Safties, we love you. Please. Um, please hire me. <laughs> <laughs> please hire me. Please hire me. Please give me a job. Y'all ready for this? Yes, sir. Synecdoche, New York versus Sherlock Jr. <laughs> I'm happy because both of you will be heartbroken no matter which way this goes, and I won't be no matter which way this goes. <laughs> this is going to end is that? This I'm is going to end camera me. Down. This will be the death of me. I thought I'd never experienced heartbreak from this bracket before. No, this is going to kill me. Yeah, Ben, see, we're both going to get heartbroken here, so... What is Will doing? <laughs> it's just, just adjusting my camera. Okay, there. Oh my god. Now I need to readjust it. Oh, it, it's back, baby. This is, this is, this is, this is awful. I'm going insane this round. I'm going this is insane awful. this round. This is awful. I hate this. But I, but I think, but I think I know what I'm gonna pick. I'm hate it. Okay. All right, Ben, what are you picking? I'm gonna pick Synecdoche, New York. Good. Good. Because <laughs> it's 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 the most devastating movie I've ever seen. Like, and I just think this is a dumb analogy, because but it's just there's no way I'm gonna be able to decide this. 
of like there's there's no way I'm gonna be able to make the decision between these movies because I love them both so much without making some really stupid comparisons and really dumb analogies because it's just Whoa, like why is it just your crotch? Will Again. please sit down. Will sit down. It's not just my crotch on the actual camera. It's, Don't it's, worry, you'll be able to see more of the action. I think that Synecdoche, New York, is the most devastating movie I've ever seen. I think it's one of the most heartbreaking movies ever. Whereas I think Sherlock Jr. is one of the best comedies of all time. But I just it just has hasn't it just doesn't emotionally resonate with me. Not to say that it's like it wasn't sad enough for me, you know what I mean? It's just like the 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 funny elements of it just don't resonate with me as much as the pure heartbreaking crushing elements of Synecdoche. I'm also going to vote for Synecdoche, New York. You good man. You good man, because Keelan Ellis. I think that Sherlock Jr. walked so that Synecdoche, New York could run in some of what? its elements. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! What the hell? I don't know. I'm making stupid comparisons, too. I love True. these movies. I'm voting for uh, yeah, the Fellowship think... of the Ring. Shut up. Stop. Get over it. Get I think over it. That, I think that Sherlock Holmes... <laughs> no. Sorry, Sherlock Jr. I think that Sherlock Jr. Um, create some really incredible formal elements that have been carried throughout cinema throughout all of it and it like invented some special effects that are really incredible and I think Synecdoche New York takes a lot of elements that not necessarily directly but like formal elements like the ones that Sherlock Jr. innovated and not only does it perfect them and use them if it stopped there I would say sure but Sherlock Holmes sorry Sherlock Jr. invented them you know giving it the edge but but um Synecdoche New York also assigns meaning to them and finds ways to make them mean things when they shouldn't and finds ways to craft a story that is so subtextual that it's almost impossible to analyze. Um, I think that's incredibly... Uh, just It's just awesome. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's really incredible that he's able it to do that. It's and it's very an impressive. Awesome yeah, Synecdoche New York deserves it. Will, what would you vote? I'm curious. Well, you haven't seen Sherlock Jr. Never mind. Oh, I have. <laughs> oh, you have. He has. He hates both of them. <laughs> no, I think they're both very good. I just, uh, I don't know. I don't have a strong enough opinion on either of them, I think. But what are you voting for? Just do you it. Have to Give vote it the for clean something. sweep. Give it the clean sweep. Yeah, it's probably... Uh, I'm bitter at Sherlock Jr., so I'll give it to Snake to Key New York. Hey! Yeah, fair enough. Hey, well it's done, definitely, sir. Hey, Man, I was that's really sad, depth. though, because... Synecdoche New York is very deep. It has a lot of depth. It's not, oh, it's a deep film. It's very deep. It has a lot of deep messages. But it's like, it has so much depth in the way that it's made and the, the themes and the story yeah. it tells and the characters. Yeah. And the watch ca- the, wa- everybody watch the Your Movie Sucks analysis of Synecdoche New York because even just the first episode fucking blew my mind. It's great. It's great. I will give it a watch. Please do. Next, Taxi Driver versus Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Star Wars: <laughs> The Force Awakens. It's Star really, Wars. yeah. Whoa, Taxi Driver. Why? No, don't leave this up to me. No, stop it. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I don't even think that's the me. best Star Wars movie. What? Taxi not? Driver is like one of the best characters in film. Travis Bickle is like so crazy Inspired. good. Taxi Driver. So well written. Okay. It's inspired countless things, just like Star Wars has. I just think it's a better movie. Taxi Driver? Star Wars Force, Force Awakens. I think Star Wars Empire Strikes Back is low-key goofy sometimes. I still think 
if you if yeah, we're talking about Force Awakens, it's not it's not a it's not I like know. Synecdoche, New York, Star Wars. I'm not saying that bad, Goofy. I'm saying Goofy like some of the things are just like what? Okay, Why? like they're just kind of stupid. I think there's what? some stupid moments. What? Which? Like, okay, what? Which? Okay, I think some of the stuff with Yoda doesn't hold up. I'm not gonna lie. Really? I think Cloud City's kind of dumb. I think it's what? too long. Cloud City's awesome. And I think half. Half the jokes that are made in it don't land. I think it's a really good movie. I think I think we were talking about New Hope. Then I would give that one. I would give it to New Hope because I love New Hope, but I don't love Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back, Back is better because it has. I disagree. And I'm sure no one on the like well, there are people on both sides of this. I guess Empire Strikes Back is like the generally accepted like oh it's the best Star Wars movie. And although it's kind of cliche, yeah. I think it's true because it takes all the good stuff from uh, A New Hope, but it also infuses some more kind of <clears throat> maturity into it and some like darker areas, which just, it, like, it has, we're talking about like, oh, it's the greatest this of all time, the greatest that of all time, which to some degree I think is kind of like, we're just saying things, but if you want to talk about what greatest... X of all time. This has one of the best twists of all time, um, which yeah. which has that element of it, and also it has the the other layer of making the movie m- more like oh this isn't just like a fun space adventure anymore like like a New Hope was, which is one of the reasons that I think I like a New Hope less a bit less now than I did uh, like a couple of years ago, is that it's it's very like. It's just like a a romp, and it's it's a fun yeah, romp, but it's and the, it's a creative but it's the romp, most inventive think, science fiction film like of its era. It, it invented so much. But I think I think Empire special effects have never been done because like that. It takes all of those elements and it builds off of them in such a creative and like really well done way. Because it it I could have just been like a let's do more of the same. It's fine, but they decided to take it in a direction where, like, let's make this an actually good movie, and it is a, it's great. I think it's good. I don't know. I think when, Taxi when did Driver. You watch, when's the last is, time you watched it? Okay, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It's been a while. It's been a while. I'm sticking to my guns here because I feel very strongly that Taxi Driver is a better movie. But like, it's been since like grade nine or grade eight. It's been a while. It's been a really long while. I will watch it again. But in the meantime, I mean, it's Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver is such an icon in cinema history. The cinematography is absolutely gorgeous. The soundtrack is iconic. And the uh, acting is phenomenal. The character is incredibly... It stands the test of time, and it still has messages that hold true today, which is terrifying. There's elements of it that are, are so scarily accurate to today's society, as well as the one that it was made in, that it, it it's, it's, a, it's a very, very frightening reminder that people don't change all that much. It's such an expert written film and it's such a well-told story i just don't i think there's very little like filler there's very little air you know it's all it's so so tight and so concise i just think it's so perfectly balanced i don't think taxi driver is uh airtight i didn't give it a 10 also um i do really like it didn't but i also didn't i gave star wars empire strikes back i think like a a seven or an eight Jeez, well okay um taxi driver i i do like very much. I think the king of comedy. I know neither of you have seen it, but I watched it a couple months I ago. It, yeah. Is like I like it more, and it's very similar in the way that it's like about this kind of deranged guy who is just within the borders of like he can still function as a member of society, but then things kind of start breaking down for him. Um, Taxi Driver is very like classic serious art film of like like this is a scene with no 
dialogue or anything. It's just like we're watching what's going on inside this guy's head. And it works because it's a fantastic performance and there's so much actually going on, um, unlike certain movies. Um, but, <laughs> but I do think... Subtle will. I do think Taxi Driver has parts of it that are kind of like they slow down they they hit the brakes a little bit if you know what i mean um and very good pun and it's like the master kind of where it's rough around the edges and sometimes that works but other times i I was thinking like okay well we've like this isn't taking me along and sweeping me through it in the same way that everything else was actually i don't think i wouldn't say that it is rough around the edges i think it's i think it's one of his more clinical feeling films i think like mean streets and to a certain extent goodfellas are made in a manner that let the the style rather than the look dictate it but i think taxi driver has such a uniform look to the whole thing and it's so like expertly like colorized and it's it just it's so like the the texture is so consistent throughout that you could not identify you couldn't mistake one shot of that movie for belonging to any other film i it's so like identity what i mean is more like i don't think it's clinical i think it's like you're like the plot isn't super like beat to beat to beat it's just like we're following him around in his life and we're seeing whatever he's seeing uh, and it's very like natural flow in that way. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I. That no, was actually me coughing. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the one other thing that I don't completely love about Taxi Driver is I don't love the very end of it, like the big shootout bit, which it it's like. Yeah, it, it's a natural climax for the story, and it, to some degree it's like a cathartic kind of big moment for him. And then the, the post that part where it's like, oh, he celebrated as a hero, even though he what he was doing was clearly not a heroic thing, really, and he killed all these people. So what society is putting him on a pedestal, even though he's a bad person. Um, I And I thought that that kind of last part did not have the same punch and unsettling reality to it that the rest of the movie leading up to it did which kind of took the wind out of the sails for me a little bit towards the end um i disagree i I personally i think that that last little bit is really necessary to tie up the loose ends of the story and to to finish it off strong because if you finished it any other way I think it would feel disingenuine you could tell it was leading to a big act of violence and it did and in the end that act of violence rather than being shown as the horror that it was is celebrated as something uh, heroic and great like you were saying but like what other way can you can you finish that story that's the perfect ending I think well I don't know that's just me let's 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 Ben talk (laughs) let's Ben let Ben talk uh, no, I just wanted to let you guys continue because that was a very spirited discussion. I know what I'm voting for, and I could end this discussion right here, right now. Wait, and you're cutting want... out. You're cutting out hard. I didn't hear oh, anything really? you just said. Sorry, I'll try that again. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Now I can hear you. I was saying, uh, I didn't want to interrupt your spirited discussion because it was very, very well discussed. Um, yeah. However, I know what I'm voting for, and I could end the discussion right now unless you you all want to make some final points. No, I'm ready to find out what moves on. I'm voting for Taxi Driver. Yeah. Yeah! Sorry, Will. That's okay. I, I do... I'm on the same side of Keelan, whereas I haven't seen it in a long time. Empire, I mean. Um, 
but Taxi Driver is just better. And I like it more from what I remember. I think I think Empire Strikes Back is is an amazing Star Wars movie, but I think the thing that kind of pulls me away from it is that I think it tries a little too hard to be this this epic, you know what I mean? Um, and it, sure, it is a classic science fiction movie, but so is the original Star Wars. And I think that I think that you can only make an, a Star Wars as perfect as that once. I think you need to watch it again. I think I do too. I thought, no, I okay, agree. Well, we will watch it again, but I think it's I think that it's a fair like decision though. I disagree with it like like actually because I've seen That's both fair. of these recently and I think yeah. I strongly hold this opinion. But That's fair. I, I will I, I will rewatch soon, I promise. And if we're me wrong too. then we can go back and trace through this whole bracket again and figure out uh what would have happened. Sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, you're Sorry. you're not gonna you're not gonna convince us. Oh, no, just... I, I know, I I know. Will's just uh, experiencing heartbreak. That's I'm okay. sorry. It's true. No, now now he knows. Now you know how it feels. I already know how it feels. I don't remember when. Oh, actually, I... you do. Yeah, Keelan's the only <laughs> one who really doesn't. <laughs> shut, shut up, man. All right, final <laughs> let's one. Break Ke- final. Let's break final Keelan's heart here, Will. Okay, let's, let's break Keelan's back. Um, yeah, have fun with that. Portrait of a Lady on Fire versus Doctor Strange Love. Yeah, okay. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I like Portrait of a Lady on Fire better. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Wow. I've watched two that I've watched within the last six months as well. Wow. Ben, I'm assuming you're voting for Doctor Strange Love. You haven't seen Portrait, right? That is correct, Mr. Ellis. I have not seen Portrait, and I love Doctor Strange Love. I love. This is kind of a tangent, but I love how. The marketing for Portrait of the Lady on Fire is basically just saying, "This is the greatest movie ever made," and, and everyone's just okay with it because it, everyone's like, "Yeah, like true, it's true." <laughs> everyone's like, "Yeah, fair, go, go, go yeah, on." I guess it's, it's really interesting. Um, I mean, it is a great movie. They're both fantastic, and I actually don't know what I'm voting for yet. Doctor wow. Strange, I've watched recently. It's very funny. Um, I liked, I like two, I think two thirds of it are five stars like like so five stars um yeah, yeah. but the stuff it, it always cuts back to the bits on like, there's three sections there's the bit in like the war room um mm-hmm. and with all those characters there's the bit you can't with, fight in here it's the war room with can't the general the um like the crazy general mm-hmm. and the british um officer uh peter sellers those two are love fantastic it. i love those and they're so funny um, but the third yeah. part is the bit on the plane, which has the nuke in it, and I, I did not, I could not get on board with that part as much. I just, like, I understand what it's going for, and in small doses, I think it is funny, because it's just being, like, very exaggeratingly critical, and being like, oh, we gotta have so many things, and it's just, like, reading out instructions and reading out, like, ration pack, in, like, contents, but after a while, it's just like, this is so much less interesting or entertaining than the other two parts and it it stays there for quite a while and it's just nowhere near the other two um kind of portions of it so it really brought it down for me and i don't think portrait of lady on fire portrait of lady on fire is like six months old and it obviously has not had the time to be like a super influential film or like a classic of of satire and all that stuff 
because it's not a satire. That's one of the reasons it hasn't. <laughs> um, but I just think it's a better movie. I revisiting Doctor Strange Love it kind of made me realize that I don't love all of it. Whereas I can't find a flaw like that with Portrait of a Lady on Fire. It's a really excellent. Keelan's gonna vote for Portrait of a Lady on Fire. That's my prediction. I don't know. What's what are you um, what's going on in your mind? I'm well, I love Doctor Strange Love. Um, again, one of those early movies that got me into like films. It was like that one and Godzilla and uh, Whiplash and Birdman were like the big grade nine movies that made me like want to watch different stuff. So I, it holds a very strong place in my heart. Yeah, me and too. With Portrait, too. with Portrait, I saw that with with Will at TIFF, and I like sat in my seat in silence for six minutes after the the credits started rolling. As Will can attest to, I was like kind of shell shocked from that movie. Um. Yeah, it's just and I amazing. It's like they're both it really devastating. Blows you away. Um, well, you know what? I'm gonna vote for Portrait, Ben. You're right. I'm gonna vote for Portrait because okay I me. love me a good romance, and the romance in Portrait is one of the most compelling ones I've seen ever. It's like you feel the it's the, you know when people say like oh you can you can cut the tension with a knife or whatever. In Portrait, the tension is so like palpable that there are times where you just kind of feel overwhelmed by the emotions the characters are feeling and you're so swept along with their emotions and feelings that it's like an out-of-body experience at times. Yeah. It's incredible. So I'm going to give it to Portrait. Yes. First well time done. I saw it, I had to make lunch while I was watching it and I was like, this. I feel like I'm disrespecting this. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was great. Okay. Thank you very much for watching these uh, these these matchups. The furthest, pardon me, just turned on, uh, so it's going to get really loud, so let's end it now. Uh, thank you very much for watching. Subscribe to the channels. Check in with us for the next episode and next Wednesday. Thank you very much. Two. That was the end it's of the end of round two. End of round two. Round two. Round three. We're almost we there, got... baby. Yay. Bye. <laughs>